Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. I am joined by Coach James and Clayton the Claw Harris. And we are recovering from a wild weekend of football and uh, uh, college and pro. There were some. And high school. And this, yeah. What a game y'all had on Friday. Yes. You know what I was told today? What's that? That was Riverside's backup running back. Backup? That big Derrick Henry, Henry looking kid? The main running back got hurt the week before. Wow. Riverside loaded if they get. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, who do you, who do, I, who I would, do, you, who do you play? But the week before, the big running back rushed for 281 yards. Last week, he rushed for 271 yards. On 47. That's a pretty good average. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's pretty good average. That's big numbers. Okay, um, speaking of the foot, <clears throat> college uh, football and the college football world, um, just to make everybody aware of it, if you haven't heard, there was a shooting last night involving the University of Virginia football team and an, by an ex-football player last night. It seems like the Virginia football team that they took a – beating from Pittsburgh at home. I think that game was in Virginia this past weekend. And um, they took a field trip, which might have been dinner. It could have been dinner in a movie. And I think I think it was just a, 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 a something like that for the football team. And as they returned to campus, um, an ex-football player, and his last name is Jones – Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. opened fire on the bus that had the foot, uh, Virginia football team in it, killing three players and wounding two. So uh, please say a prayer for the University of Virginia and their football players and their team and the wounded. And, um, you know, all we can do is just scratch our head and just wonder why. I mean, I don't, I don't understand it, but uh, – just terrible, terrible news out of uh, Charlottesville, and uh, you know, say a prayer for him and and hope for the best, and try to figure out how we can put an end to all this craziness in the future. But uh, anyway, um, also uh, on a brighter note, um, I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, where uh, Jesus's account on Twitter. Has been verified. Wow! He's yeah, paying, how about that? Is he paying the eight dollars a month? I, I assume he, according to Elon Musk, the new owner and uh, chief twit of uh, of Twitter, uh, Jesus has a picture of has Jesus' picture up there, uh, and has a little blue check next next to his name, Jesus. Says like carpenter, philosopher, you know, tells it's not Jesus, kind of miracle worker, does miracles. I, you know, I don't know what his whole profile said, but uh, I, no, I think it's pronounced Jesus. Okay. I really do. Okay. You know, now they might pronounce it different south of the border, but that's you know that's that's their prerogative. They can do you know however they want to do it. But anyway, 
His account's been verified, and who am I to question? And who are who are you guys to question? A verified account, Twitter account. You know who I think ought to get a twi- uh, verified Twitter account? What's that? The Magic Eight Ball. That very, you know what? The That's Magic good idea. Eight Ball. Very, there you go. And I'm sure our, our I'm sure our Jewish friends are extremely happy that Jesus is. He's come. He's back. I mean, he said, you know what I'm saying. I mean, there you have it. So. Uh, but anyway, um, this weekend has been wild. Man, that Minnesota Vikings and, and Buffalo game was wild as a buck this weekend. I, you know, and of course I'm playing I, in my fantasy. I'm going to talk some fantasy geek stuff now. Um, but, uh, of course I'm playing Kirk Cousins in fantasy. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that game. He's, he's got like in our league, he had like six or seven, maybe eight points. And I'm trying to get that game over as fast as I can get that game over. Cause I mean, when you're playing a quarterback, you want the game to end. Well, Buffalo fumbles in their own end zone with like, with like 45 seconds left. All they got to do is hold on to the ball. That's it. All they got to do is just get the ball out of the end zone. They fumble in the end zone. Minnesota falls on it. They tie the ball game up. Okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They go up by three. They went up by three, 30 to 27, I think it was. Buffalo. And so Buffalo goes back, Buffalo goes back down the field and scores. And I'm thinking, gosh, dang, now that means we go to overtime and Cousins gets the ball again and he gets to add to his yardage total and more fancy points against me. I was so mad about that game. You know, I think, I think if Buffalo had it to do over again, they would have at least ran one play trying to get into the end zone with five seconds left. I know it's cutting it close, but they had it first and goal from the nine yard line with five seconds and had to go with a field goal. I think with Josh Allen, I take a chance to try to score a touchdown, and hopefully there's a second or two left on a quick play. You know, so. Well, as it, as it turns out, uh, Minnesota won. <laughs> they, they went in overtime. Um, and so, you know, that was, that was one crazy game. Another kind of crazy game, and, and people around these parts know that the Tennessee Titans won seventeen to ten. Now they got down ten nothing, right? They got down ten nothing before they woke up, and obviously out outscored uh, scored the last seventeen points of the game. Can, can I bring this up though? And I know there's okay. other Titan, Go ahead. Titan fans out here that are going to agree with me. The decision to bring in Malik Willis on third and one that was stupid. That was really he, he comes. Oh, when he ended up fumbling the ball, turned the ball over. Hadn't took a snap all day. Hadn't taken a snap all day long. I mean, it's just getting too cute. I agree. I was just about to say, is I that mean, is that just getting too cute at the at, the, at that? You got Derrick Henry, run lead, the Wildcat with him. Or why, why not? Yeah. Why not run the Wildcat? Lead course, the league in rushing Darryl, yards. Derrick's been known to, to drop to drop it on once or twice on the ground, but I mean, still. But I wouldn't put it in the hands of Malik Willis at that. Poor Malik. I mean, his confidence must be He's gone. I mean, you can see it all over his face. I mean, it. I mean, he didn't. And the thing about it was, if you watched the kid in preseason, and coach, you saw you watched some Titans preseason. Oh yeah, stuff. he looked he looked pretty good. We thought, hey, yeah, he looked. Man, we we've stolen a quarterback in the draft. We look. He looked fairly decent for a fresh green. Uh, college quarterback coming in the NFL preseason, but during the dang regular season, he looks like he's rarely taken many snaps before college or pro it's a classic example of he may and coach you can probably chime in on this he may just have too much playbook overload right now and he's thinking way too much well you gotta you gotta break this down to a science here he's not that type of pro style quarterback he's an rpo guy 
Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we, we try to run a, a pro-style offense with him, and he's not uncomfortable with he, it. He's a Lamar Jackson he is. type quarterback. So, uh, Okay, winners in the NFL this weekend. I guess you could have, say, Jim Ursay of the, the Colts owner who decided to go with Jeff Saturday as his head coach <laughs> uh, after firing Frank Wright. Um, you, do you, I didn't know this, but Saturday, Jeff Saturday had never coached above high school before. <laughs> I mean, matter of fact, he's, and, and he went to Vegas and they, and the, and the Colts won 25, 20 and won at Vegas. And the, and the guy's never done a head, been a head coach above high school. Jeff Saturday used to be a Jeff Friday. <laughs> Not <as a> Jeff. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Right. I like that. I like- here's, here, here's the deal. It's up to the owner of the team to make whoever he wants as the head coach. Does not matter. I personally think this move move was made because I think Frank Wright's staff had lost all hope and all confidence in Matt Ryan. Yep. And I think Ursay thought, all right, and I'm sure Saturday probably went to him and said, look, I can come in here. <laughs> I can at least try to salvage Ryan. There's no telling what the Colts are paying the guy. And he, he swapped the starting quarterbacks on Saturday, the day before the game. What? Matt Ryan was not scheduled to start. He ended up starting and wins the ball game against a horrific Las Vegas Raiders team who's going to get a great quarterback in next year's draft. Yeah, well, the coach is a high school football coach at Christian School in Indianapolis. That's what he coached, high school football. Well, I'll tell you what happened. He When, when Ursay announced who he was hiring um, – you know the media and 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 former players and everybody else questioned what was going on. As a matter of fact, he was mocked this past week as former players and coaches talked about what a disgraceful and disrespectful disrespectful decision it was. But Saturday, who turned back to Matt Ryan, who turned back to Matt Ryan at quarterback in a move that was revealed right before kickoff, is one and zero as an NFL football coach, and I don't care what. And Ursay could give a hot, you know what, on <laughs> what the media and former players think about his choice as as head coach. He's one to know in the NFL, exactly, because it all comes down to leading men, and he, he did a great job of doing that. The guys respected him; they showed up, they played hard for him, and that's all that matters. I don't care where he came from; he got it done. And remember what I've what I've said about new coaches. And you know what happens with teams that get a brand new coach? It seems like right out of the gate, bam, they win. You know what I mean? It's like a shot of energy. Yeah. There you go. Um, It's a booster. Justin Fields, even though he lost uh, 31-30 to the Detroit Lions in Chicago, Justin Fields, quarterback for the Bears, uh, just ran crazy. He had a 67-yard touchdown run. Uh, and coach, you said earlier he had ran for like 140 something, 146, 140, 146 yards. Justin Fields, he, what a what a great fantasy league quarterback that guy must. He must have racked up points like nobody's business this past. I, I have to check and see what that is. You get a 67 yard touchdown run. You're, I mean, there's not many running. I don't think there's any running backs that did that this weekend. I don't so, think so in the NFL anyway. Um, and you know, Phil's is emerging as a star. If he just, I think he just has to get, he has to get more precise and, and bring his completion percentages up and get the passing in down. And then, you know, because obviously I think the running part just comes naturally. That, yeah, you know, I mean, you look at what Jalen Hurts' progression over the last three years, I think you'll see, a, you know, a similar 
trajectory for for Justin Fields. So um, the Kansas City Chiefs won pretty easily over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you know uh, Patrick Mahomes is just he just keeps on being Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's looking towards another MVP. I think he had four he had four TDs, three hundred thirty one yards, and four TDs yesterday. I mean, you know that's Patrick. That's so. Patrick Mahomes, old curly head, you know, kind of looks like the girl on um, on Roseanne, the daughter. What's her name? <laughs> Have I showed you that? No, I'm not the blonde haired daughter. The other, the Be- other Becky, <laughs> not, Be- not Becky. What uh, is DJ? Oh. <laughs> no, that's the son. Oh, oh I'm thinking of uh, that's the son. I'm on, thinking of Full uh, House Roseanne. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, it looks like not Becky and DJ, but the other daughter. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but anyway. Uh, they say they favor Tom Brady and Julio Jones scored, hooked up and scored the first NFL touchdown ever scored in the whole country of Germany. That was an awesome game on Saturday morning. All, awesome atmosphere, you know. Uh, and you know Tom Brady's doing what he does. They're, throws, back, they're back at five hundred. Goes and throws an interception. Next time out, he gets the ball, zip, zip, zip down the field, touchdown. Go ahead in the game. I mean, you know, it's just it's just Tom Brady is just you he's, how, a, he's a machine. You see how many fans was there for the game? Was it? I'm sixty nine thousand seven hundred eighty one fans. It's sellout, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's un- unreal. And the beer they were drinking in the stands. <laughs> That's oh. oh, I'm moving big. to Germany. See y'all. How, it. Was, how big? Some one liter. They're a pine or whatever. That's a liter. They sell them. Good liter. lord. They, they were they were rather large. And you know, I like I don't like my beer warm, so I'm gonna have to drink that big thing pretty fast. I'm, I'm just gonna take. Well, that's how they're gonna serve like, it to you warm. Huh? It's warm beer. Oh, wait, I'm man. still confused as to it, why they were singing "Country Roads Take Me Home" by John Denver. I I I think it just became a hit over there. It, I think it just I think it just hit the Billboard 100 in Germany. La, when uh, I when I lived over there, Das Billboard for three years, you heard more of Johnny Cash than you heard anything. And well, country, especially the country music, you know, country music is a is a big thing over there. Okay, we've we've gone through the winners in the NFL. When we get back, we're going to talk about. The losers in the NFL. And uh, for you Cowboy fans, you know, you can tune in if you want to. That's that's totally up to you. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach James and uh, Dickinson and Clayton the Claw Harris. And give us about two minutes. We'll be right back. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined by Clayton the Claw Harris and Coach James Dickinson here at WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee, right here on sunny and beautiful West 7th Street, downtown Columbia. And uh, it's a beautiful Monday afternoon. Tonight's Monday Night Football with the uh, Washington Commanders, uh, about 11-point underdogs to the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, number one, Jalen Hurts, and the undefeated Eagles. And, you know, guys, I don't know. What are they, 8-0, 9-0 now? They haven't been beat. There's something like, you know, whatever the deal is, they're undefeated. And I wonder if those men, those old old geezers from the – if there's many still alive from the seventy three dolphins, was it seventy two? Seventy two dolphins. Yeah. Oh yeah. That you know they they yeah. get together and drink champagne. Is it champagne, champagne. at this time? Oh, okay, I thought it might might, that game might be insure at this point, but I thought it might. Be, I guess it is <laughs> yeah. champagne every time that that Metal undefeated yeah. when there's not when there's not an undefeated team left in the NFL. They don't get worried about it, it gets around 14, 13, 14, 15, and zero. That's when they start getting. Oh, uh, is that when they start to sweat a little? They bit? do. Yeah. What's this game tonight at? Uh, well, they're eleven point favorites, so I'm going to say it's in Philadelphia. Well, they're being Magic Eight Ball pick on this game. Uh, there is, there's an outside chance that we have a, uh, we have a magic eight ball pick and, and you guys just hang tight till the end of the show and we'll see what we can do. And the, the, you know, the, the magic eight ball has been wavering a little bit. It hasn't been doing very good on the Saturday picks, but on the Thursday, Friday picks, it's been doing pretty well. And I did give out Pittsburgh this past Friday and they were a comfortable, uh, winner over, Virginia, and I, I text you as that game happened. They went up fourteen to nothing in sixteen seconds. Oh, it was unbelievable! It was 20, it was, was twenty eight nothing. What second quarter? Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, but I think the most impressive thing is they had two pick sixes within fourteen 16, seconds yeah, of each 16, other. Sixteen, fourteen seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and and with Virginia's uh, prowess, offensive prowess, they just there's no way for them to get back in the ball game. And I text you at, at Clayton. I said this ball game's over, and it was, and it was over. Okay, losers. We we said we we're going to go over some losers over the NFL weekend. And the first one on my list is Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy, who was a former coach at Green Bay. That's right. And uh, kind of set up what he did wrong. Uh, he, it's getting down. It's, it's overtime. They, well, first, Dallas blows a 14-point lead. They went up 28-14, and they blow that lead. And they go into overtime, 
Green Bay played pretty good football, though. And then Cowboys drive in overtime, get the kickoff. They win the toss, get get the ball, and they drive to Green Bay's, I don't know, 36-yard line, something like that. Yeah, 36-yard line, I think it was, because it was going to be a 53-yard field goal. So you tee it up, then add seven, then plus the 10 yards for the end zone. So they're about on the on Green Bay's 36, fourth and three. And McCarthy decides he's going to go for it. And instead of kicking the field goal. On the road. On the road at Green Bay. You've blown a 14-point lead. You're just praying to God you could get out of there with just any type of victory at all after blowing a 14-point lead. And he's going to be he's going to be a cowboy and roll the dice, Riverboat Gambler, and uh, decides to go for it and doesn't make it. Give Aaron Rodgers, probably the one of the most dangerous quarterbacks to do that to, give him the ball back uh, at their at their own 36-yard. No, I said that in the pros, you get it where the ball is placed down. So they got they got the ball at the forty at their own forty three yard line, basically midfield. One pass and they were in they were in field goal range. Right, and uh, Green Bay goes down and kicks the field goal, and it's over. Now, do you think McCarthy coaching there before in front of those fans, in front of his, you know the, uh, you know, do do you think that had any? Bearing on his decision in overtime, I mean, probably, but it also I think it's an indicator of what he thinks about his defense. I think he thought I, I better beat him now. If not, they're going to get the ball and come down and score a touchdown. Which I think Green Bay could have scored a touchdown if they wanted to it there at the end, but they didn't need it, so they kicked the field goal and won it. Well, I you know, but I think it was a terrible call. I mean, I, I you got to trust your defense to at least hold them to a field goal, and at worst, you you end in a tie. Um, so I don't know. Well, I mean, there was a lot of lot of different things that you can hang your hat on. Why why Dallas lost that ball game after being up twenty eight fourteen yesterday? But that coach's decision is going to kind of be the one that stands out. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, sure. he's the coach, and you don't kick that field goal in overtime. Don't take the points in overtime when you can get points in overtime. And I bet he wouldn't do that again. I bet him and Jerry Jones have had bet, a conversation about that <clears throat> strategy. More than unless likely. Jerry Jones had some way to call into him and say, "Don't you kick a field goal? Go for it." He might have had. He might could have. Yeah. Who knows? He might. He might have yeah. something in his ear. You know, Jerry might have a hotline. Al Davis did a hotline to the to the to the head coach. <laughs> uh, Al Davis used to call down the sideline all the time. They said and say, throw the deep ball. You know, <laughs> had somebody manning the old dial phone over there, and they go tell the coach what he said. All right, another loser. Uh, from the weekend, the, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. You know, the Los Angeles, in 1999, the Denver Broncos set the record for the most losses by a defending Super Bowl champ. They went 6-10 in 1999. Okay, so they, they set the record for for most losses with 10 losses. Uh, the Rams right now are 3-6. and six. No Von Miller. Right, no Von Miller, but it's really, it's really their offense is just is so terrible. I don't, it's, it's so stagnant. And Cooper Cup busted up an ankle yesterday. No OBJ. I mean, last I mean, year they had him, and that opened up things for Cooper Cup. And now Cup's the guy. Everybody's focused on him. Now he's hurt. They're in trouble. They're in big trouble in that NFC West. Well, and and you know they got beat by a, a Kyler Murray. They got beat by Arizona yesterday, twenty seven seventeen, and Kyler Murray didn't even play the. You know the third highest paid quarterback in the in the NFL. Whether he's worth it or not, I don't know. That's that's open for debate. But 
he didn't even play yesterday, and they got beat 27-17 uh, by the backup. I don't, I don't Wait a minute. I thought they played the Niners. Who's that? The, the, the Rams. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no the Niners were uh, last, last night. Yeah, Rams played the uh, char- uh, Chargers yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah, it was the Chargers yeah. and the Niners. Chargers yeah. and the Niners last All night. All these L.A. teams are getting me confused. Right, and the, and San Fran pulled that game out too. Yes, they did. The so both L.A. teams lost yesterday. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Um, the Rams are three and six, and they might make a run at the playoff spot, but it, but you know that doesn't seem that doesn't. I don't know. At three and six, Seattle's you're, you're, like six you're, and five. Yeah. You're in a pretty tough spot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the Buffalo Bills, you know, yesterday, I, and I didn't realize this till I was just looking this up. They were up twenty-seven to ten. Yeah, oh, they yeah. were. They were uh, in the second half. I was one happy camper at that point. And uh, oh, you had the bills yesterday. Oh yeah, big time. Well, I would be, and if I and I would be pissed if I had the bills yesterday too. I yes, mean, you know, yes, yes, yes. I was uh, happiest man in the whole town of Linville, and all then, of a sudden, and I was you know, Josh Allen, happy. Josh Allen had been having some elbow problems, some issues, but he threw for three hundred thirty yards yesterday. Uh, but he threw an interception in overtime. There was a lot of bad offensive play yesterday around the league. Would y'all agree with that? Oh, yeah. Look at that Titans game. And you know all I could think about when I was watching that bad offense was, I wonder what Josh Heifel's offense would look like in the NFL. Oh. So what are you saying? I'm just saying maybe a team out there might look at those those 66 points he put up Saturday and say – I want some of that. Right. I mean, well, how was they playing again? Missouri. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, I mean, I, you know, I, he, I think he'd be worth, well, a, worth a, worth a hire to in see our, if the in our last, works. So you think that somebody's from the college ranks going to call Josh Hopple in the season and maybe bring him up? I, I, I'd at least from the pro interested. ranks. You mean? Yeah, yeah. From the pro ranks, mm-hmm. I'd be interested. I would, I would, I would have a talk with him about it for sure. I mean, if you look at uh, what's his name in Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury. They come from the same coaching tree. I'd say Heifel's a much better coach than Kingsbury. Well, Kingsbury's had some issues. Yes, he has. Scoring. Josh Heifel does not have issues scoring. No, not in college. And Kingsbury didn't either in college. So I, I don't know. You know. A lot of things change. A lot of things change, obviously, when you get to the pro level and you know playing with the best of the best but i mean but you're still playing against some pretty darn good athletes in college in division one football what he's doing in the sec points wise i think somebody in the nfl is going to look at it and say let's see if this thing works at the upper level okay why not some more losers we've got is russell wilson and the denver broncos offense i mean they're they're the the broncos the broncos have a top-notch defense don't get me wrong yeah, how would you like to be a defense? Oh, of course, it, these guys are getting paid. But how would you like to be part of the Broncos' defensive side of the organization and just be playing lights out, holding your opponents to thirteen, fourteen points a game, somewhere in hey, there? Richard Sherman made, took a shot. And, took a shot at uh, what's his name, the quarterback for the. Um, for the Broncos, Wilson, Wilson, a couple of weeks ago on the Thursday night prime game, saying, "I understand your pain." Talking about the defense for Denver, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I mean, they and you know they can't. You know they went up, they go up ten nothing on the on the uh, Titans yesterday in Nashville, and then the Titans scored the last seventeen points of the game. Game's over and held Derrick Henry under hundred yards yesterday. 
There you go. I mean, yards. listen, the, the Denver Broncos defense is tough. They are. And like, like they got rid of Von Miller. Uh, uh, no, they got Von. They have. They have. No one. Von, Von's with Buffalo. That's right. Von's with Buffalo. They they had him. Uh, they they did a little wheeling and dealing, but their defense is not taking that much of a hit. They're 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 holding other teams. Like I said, around a couple of touchdowns a game. They just can't score any points. And with the second pa- highest paid. A quarterback in the NFL, Russell Wilson, and he looks like Ned in the first grade. I mean, he's terrible. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. And Jerry, and Jerry Judy going down early yesterday did not help Denver's offense whatsoever. And I guess did, I, and I didn't, and I'm just going to, my wife had me doing some stuff yesterday. I didn't get a chance to listen or watch all of the just bits and pieces. Did, did Melvin Gordon, is he, does he even see any time? I don't remember his name being called once. I, you know, they've just kind of benched him over on the, on the sidelines. I mean, if you're not going to play Melvin, Mel, uh, Melvin Gordon third, trade, trade his butt off and get somebody forward. You get a get some wide receivers or somebody else to help your offense out. If you're just going to sit, because I guarantee you, Melvin Gordon the third could start somewhere else in the NFL in the in their backfield or at least be a, get some split time. Nathaniel Hackett, that's the coach for Denver. Is that correct? Right. He may be in the same boat as Josh McDaniel. It may be a one and done with him. It's just it has not gone the way of the Broncos. There you go. Uh, Andy Dalton and the New Orleans Saints are another losers or yeah. <laughs> on our losers list. I mean, they Dalton threw for 174 yards on Sunday at Pittsburgh. They got beat 20 to 10. They scored one touchdown. Uh, you know, and the New Orleans, their their other option at quarterback is Jameis Winston. What about Taysom Hill? Well, yeah. He gets in the game. He gets in the game. He, they, they have packages for Taysom Hill, but the problem is they pretty much rarely does he throw the ball, and they pretty the defense pretty much knows it's going to be, you know, some type of running, RPO type running game, you know. I mean, I, I, he will occasionally throw the ball, but it's like one of those, you know. One time a game. Oh, he's going to throw. He's going to throw, and everybody gets really excited. I mean, Winston will at least – Throw four completions and four interceptions. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get throw. Yeah, he'll throw three or four touchdowns, but he's also going to throw a couple of interceptions. I mean, cannot be any worse than Andy Dalton. Well, I mean, <laughs> absolutely not. And uh, have you ever seen any redder hair than Andy Dalton has? I mean, that dude has. Fire I'm in, telling you all, I'm telling you all, he is. That guy's got some. And that doesn't make any difference in football. I'll just kind of mention it. He's really got some, uh, some red hair. Um, that's about it for my my losers list I, tonight. Um, in the NFL, the undefeated Eagles are playing the Washington Commanders, and I'll tell you something about Washington Commanders. They've kind of had a couple of wins this year when people didn't think they were. I mean, Wentz is they compete. Their, their defense is playing well, um, you know, but it just seems like. It seems like the Philadelphia Eagles have something going on up there. You, you got some of the best receivers in the league on one team, and, and, and Jalen Hurts has just been playing out of his mind. And they've got a former Titan, AJ Brown. Who, yeah, you, got you know a- he got paid. He got he actually got paid, and he's showing out. Yeah. He's proven. I mean, you know, it. a lot of times in the NFL, these guys get paid, and you don't, you don't really hear they kind of fizzle that year. You know what I mean? Sure. But, but he has absolutely um, been doing great. Uh, but anyway, 
Uh, let's see what else we got going on. We got the top 25 that came in. Uh, and Georgia is back at number one. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. Let me pull this up. I'm going to assume Ohio State, too. Mm, let me see. Yeah, I'm going to say Ohio State didn't move anywhere. Uh, Michigan, see. three. TC. Yes, Ohio State is two. Uh, they received one first-place vote. Georgia got all the rest. Ohio State, Georgia won. Ohio State, two. Michigan, number three. TCU at four. The Vols at number five. So, you know, and, and, and hey, Vol fans, that – Running the score up on Missouri is not going to help you. Not going to help you get into the college football playoffs. No, uh, but it might. It might get an NFL executive's attention that might <laughs> bring up Josh Heupel. I'm just right. I mean, you know, did Josh Heupel might have been auditioning for those uh, what thirty something uh, NFL scouts that were at the ball game in Knoxville Saturday? He might have been. He might have been auditioning for them. You know, say, hey, look at me. I can hang sixty six on Missouri. It's thirty seconds to thirty five seconds to go. Back a quarter. We, we can just back. We can just kneel on it and win by thirty five. Thirteenth ranked defense in the country. There you go. And so, so we we're gonna instead of win by thirty five. We're gonna go on and win. Punch us in with thirty five seconds to go and win by forty two. And uh, you know that yeah, game. Why, that game at one point was twenty eight twenty four. Huh. Here's my question. Can we get you credentials to go ask Heifel a question when they get in the playoffs <laughs> I, if that extra touchdown is what he thinks propelled them into the playoffs? The, I, I'll have to ask. I, I think that I'll would, have to ask him that. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing about it was that Tennessee, after they scored and went up by 42 there at the, end of, at the end of the game this weekend, they got ready to kick off. And I asked a buddy of mine, I said, well, why don't they just onside kick and, you know, try to get the ball back and then – Go deep. There's still time left on the clock. Make it forty nine. <laughs> and then the, then the NFL's definitely gonna win. Absolutely. And then and then and then the NFL guys will really sit up in yeah. their chairs and, and, and wonder. But uh, you know, hey, that's um, that's between that's between the football guys and Josh Heupel and uh, the NFL scouts and uh, the University of Missouri. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know. But anyway, because I mean whether whether the Vols win by one or one hundred that's not going to make any difference on where they get into the college football playoffs. So other other things have to happen. They're in. I think they're in because Michigan or Ohio State's going to get beat, and I just I think Tennessee's played a tougher schedule than either one of those teams. Well, I well, think TCU and one of the one of two will get beat for the end of the season. I agree. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, if TCU does it, well, okay, I, I I get what you're saying. You know, I I think I think they'll be number four. Well. But will the committee want a rematch between them and Georgia? If I'm Georgia, I don't want to play them in a rematch because there's an old saying: those rematches don't work, typically work out very well for the uh, winner of the first game. So, uh, and Georgia, you know, Georgia, the Georgia Mississippi State Saturday night. I just kind of got a feeling, you know, Georgia was looked a little suspect in their secondary, and, and at times when. I mean, there were just guys from Mississippi State just running down the field wide open. Now, whether Will Rogers could hit them all, that's between, you know, that's on Will. But, uh, you know, Mississippi State, every now and then, you just see a guy break loose from the Georgia secondary and bam, you, you know, touched it. You didn't so, see him break loose down in Tuscaloosa against Alabama that night. No, I mean, no, was, that 30, to, 30 to 6 victory by yeah. Alabama. Absolutely not. Um, okay, we are approaching our second break and our. 
Last segment is coming up in about three minutes. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach James Dickinson and Clayton Beeclaw. Harris, we'll be back in two. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hose for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. 
This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined by Coach James Dickinson and Clayton the Claw Harris. And, fellas, we got a few minutes to go here before the end of the show. This is our Monday show. Uh, we are broadcasting on 101.7 FM on your dial, so lock that in every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, from four to five, you will be hearing us talk about just you know just about anything sports that's that's going on. Mainly football right now. Tonight is Monday Night Football, and the Washington Commanders, uh, who will probably have a new owner, uh, Jeff Bezos, is what I've been hearing. Are you serious? Yeah, it, it, I, that that would be great. And he's talking about giving all his money away. Well, he just gave Dolly $100 million, told her to do what you want with it. Really? Yes, $100 million. He awarded right. Dolly Parton. Well, good. And, and you know what? Dolly knows what to do. She does. She's connected with a lot of good charities. and She'll probably match some of that, too, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, she knows what to do. End so. of the year. That's it. Um, and the uh, tonight, um, like I said, my night for the undefeated Eagles will be playing uh, – the Commanders, four and five Commanders, eight no Eagles in Philadelphia. The Eagles are favored by eleven, with a forty three and a half total, which seems, you know, that that seems low. But you know, the Commanders are always kind of the Washington's got a pretty good defense, they and they're and they're always involved in kind of some type of low scoring game. Um, and Clayton, if you give me a couple minutes into this a minute within this segment, we've got. Okay, we got about ten to go. So, um, we got a little Magic Eight Ball, kind of like a Magic Eight Ball point five, not a full Magic Eight Ball pick. If that makes point five, a, a recommendation from the Magic a Eight possible. Ball. Just just look at it and see what you think about it. So that's kind of like a coin toss, right? There you go. <laughs> um, and moving forward on Thursday night of this week, the Titans are um, traveling to Green Bay for a short week. Uh, let's see here. Let me let me do I'm, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. Yeah, that's it. they're at the four. The six and three Titans are at the four and six Packers uh, on Thursday night, and the Packers are favored by a field goal, three points, mm. with a forty-two total. So that's about right. That's about and Titans are hit, that hit Packers just have they're about even with a home field advantage of three. Sure it so. is, especially down both field. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Um, let's see what else is going on. As far as uh, college football this weekend, um, the Tennessee Vols are traveling to South Carolina. Gamecocks. Where they have that big rooster that crows down there over the – and I, I don't know what's more annoying, the elephant that roars at Bryant Denny or the uh, or the rooster that crows at – at, at the game at the South Carolina. Unfortunately, game. they hadn't had that rooster to crow a whole bunch in the last few years. Though, no, not, no, not after what happened to him in Gainesville. Oh yes, uh, big games this weekend. Uh, TCU undefeated is going to Baylor, and that 
you know, that's probably going to be that's probably going to be another nail bar. TCU tends to they, they and they're just living on the edge. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, kudos to Sonny Dykes though. He's done a great job. I mean, that, over from SMU, he, he's done well. Uh, let's see, Georgia travels to Lexington to play Kentucky at Kroger Field, and they're p- favored by 23 points in that game. Uh, like I said, Tennessee's a 21 point favorite at South Carolina. Uh, Ole Miss goes to Arkansas, USC and UCLA. Ninety-one USC and eight and two now UCLA after the upset late um, Saturday night. by Arizona by unranked Arizona. Yeah, I mean you know in kind of a kind of a shootout type game, thirty-four twenty-eight or something like that. UCLA was upset. UCLA had visions of playing for the Pac uh, Pac twelve championship and and moving on maybe being considered for the college football playoffs. I think all that's out the door with an eight and two now, right? It is. Uh, however, USC at 91 and ranked number eight still is, has a lot to play for. Uh, and they will play at seven o'clock Saturday night. Um, poor Colorado, one and nine Colorado. Uh, I don't know what's going on in Colorado. I've never seen Colorado's football f- program quite in the shape it's in. And I thought their basketball team was in bad shape after losing to Grambling State on on Friday night, but then they or Saturday, then they come back and beat Tennessee in Nashville, number eleven in the country That's, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, least, go figure, right? Go go figure, right, Coach? Go figure. Colorado's one and nine for the year. Yes, and uh, so there you go. UAB will be at number seven LSU. And then uh, late night, Saturday night, Utah travels to Oregon, who Oregon was upset this past weekend. They're now 8-2. and two. Uh, Utah's 8-2 and two, and ranked 13th. They'll travel number six, Oregon. Uh, and Oregon is just a three-point favorite um, in that game. So those are some top 25 matchups that are coming, uh, coming your way this week. Um, as far- who does Auburn play? You know, I had I'll have to look up under all my FBS to see if I'm not sure who Auburn plays. Are they gonna? And so they sold that game out this past weekend. Oh yeah, there is so much hype. They're, they actually host Western Kentucky this Saturday. Then they close season out in Alabama. There is so much hype around Cadillac Williams. It it is unbelievable. I think they'd hire him. I agree. I agree. I really do. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know, I don't know. I, I, I you know, Auburn. There's just it's such a cal- calamity of errors down there in in in, in Auburn. Uh, I mean, I just I, I don't know what to tell. Of course, we're Alabama fans, and we're saying that. And Alabama stumbled and went through some went through some coaches there for a while and tried to get their footing as before Saban showed up uh, was hired, but. You know, Auburn is you know, they hire Malzahn, they fire Malzahn, they they it's whatever, they hire him it's, back, it's whatever they go Ch- with Chiswick, and then they you know they're I mean it's just all this just crazy kind of it's whatever Jimmy Rains says. Jimmy Rains, he's the Yellowwood guy. He's the Yellowwood owner. Well, there you have it. I mean, you know, don't you know it's it's tough when guys boosters give millions and millions and millions of dollars to your program and, and, and don't sit on the sidelines and be quiet. Those are the guys that don't, you know, they want to be involved. We went through that after Bryant. Yes. Western Kentucky got a good football team. They lost two games this season. They've been scoring a ton of points. Yeah, they, they put up a lot of points. Oh, my West goodness Kentucky. gracious. Yeah. Uh-oh, Auburn. 
And poor MTSU. MTSU can't, you know, I don't know. I, I think Stockstill is probably, you know, he's he's had his had his run up there. He's he's going to have a good retirement. He's he's banked his banked his cash. So I think he's probably going to move on pretty soon. I think there's former players, one that you work with on Fridays, that are kind of hoping that happens. Yes. Um, you know, uh, I mean, they're a huge school. They're the biggest, they're the biggest university in the, in the right. state of Tennessee enrollment wise. And then, you know, they, it, it's time, it's time to put that football program front and center as uh, you know, as your showpiece for that university and start winning some ball games. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what else to tell them. Hey, Pete Golding, Bill O'Brien are available for anybody looking for a head coach. So, okay. throwing that out there. There you go. North Alabama's open. So, um, so Magic Eight Ball tonight was not really super confident. So this is about this is a we're just going to call it instead of the Magic Eight Ball, we're going to call it the Magic Four Ball. Okay, <laughs> so about half, uh, and the Magic Eight Ball has the Commanders, has the Washington Commanders. Plus the eleven points, um, but I'm telling you one thing: to be weary of in the NFL, when that point spread gets into double digits, 10, 11, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and above, you better watch out taking the underdog because Vegas is not not going to. If there's a chance of that, I mean, there's always a chance of the underdog covering, but if the underdog has a real shot at covering or, or making it close that that number is never in double digits so i'm just saying it's a low total and it's a double digit favorite but you know you got to have faith in the eight ball and tonight we're going to go with the magic four ball and the magic four ball says washington commanders plus the 11 we'll see what happens you know i don't know it, you never can tell. And really, if it's a low-scoring ball game, under 43-and-a-half, there's probably a good chance that the commanders cover that 11 points. I mean, they, you know, they put up they put up 14 points. You're probably you're in good shape right there, I would imagine. So uh, that's what we got to go on tonight. Uh, we will say a prayer for the University of Virginia football team. Uh, so sorry to hear that those three players died, were killed, and the two there in the hospital. We really, really hope they make a safe and quick recovery. Um, this has been the Front Port Sports Radio Hour for Coach James, Clayton, and myself. Um, have a great Monday night. Enjoy Monday night football. Uh, let's root for the commanders, see if they can cover in this game, and uh, we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Maybe I'm going through a drought. You don't even have to do too much.